1: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a wonderful show in store for you. And for those who stick around, we got a special broadcast after my regular show. And uh, for all of you who were like uh, watching on the Facebook Live video, you might notice the, the shelving behind me looks rather barren with, and a little bit of a mess. It's because we're moving the studio. Yes, we're packing up. Today is our final day of live shows in the studio uh, here in the, our 76th Street location. And we're moving to Midtown tomorrow. So starting September uh, next week, we will be in our new location in Midtown. So you'll see a different background. So it'll be different. So I hope you will stay with us and uh, uh, keep enjoying our shows. But for now, we have, of course, to start off our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. So let's get started. And then we've got a great guest on the phone today. Can't wait to introduce to you. Okay. First, from the universe. As good as you have been... As on, as on as you were, as high as you got, as easy as it was, things will still be better. Payback, baby, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, kind of reminding us that no matter how good or not so good things have been, um, that things will still get even better for us. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting quote because Oftentimes, we kind of feel like things aren't always getting better for us. We either feel stuck, things aren't moving, they're stagnating, or, or things seem to be getting worse. But I think this is a real reminder that regardless of where things are now, they will always change. So it doesn't matter... Um, where uh where you're at right now it does not matter uh uh how wonderful or or how awful things feel there is always forward momentum like as as my uh, dear friend jennifer huff uh, says life moves forward and outward it's expansive and the trick is we just don't usually have the perspective to see it you know we have as human beings we have a very limited perspective and we only see things that are like right in front of us and maybe we can project a little bit in the future uh but uh, you know when we think about five years from now ten years from now I mean who today has a clear idea of where they're going to be and what are they going to be doing in five to ten years I certainly don't I mean five years ago you know I hadn't a clue of where I would end up today um so uh life does get better um, no matter how good things have been. We just have to be patient to allow the perspective to uh, unfold before us. So I love that quote from the universe. Ooh, and we already got people up on our Facebook live. Liz and Patty, a ah, loyal listener, Patty. Thank you. Leaving Montana on way to Arizona. All right. Enjoy Arizona. Montana is beautiful too. Okay. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. If there is not something out there on the leading edge summoning what has come before it to it, then eventually there must be endedness, endedness. Abraham. Let me read that again. This is a, this one is going to take a little explanation. If there is not something out here on the leading edge summoning what has come before it to it, then eventually there must be endedness. Abraham. Okay. So what is Abraham talking about here? And this is an unusual quote. This is not uh, kind of an old quote back from 97. Um, and this is something uh, you don't often see Abraham talking about, but it's, I mean, yes, but in a different way. And that is, is that if there is not something And in this case, I believe Abraham is referring to something energetic or spiritual or however you want to call it. If there's not something that is like calling life forward, calling the expansion forward, pulling us to something bigger and better and greater, that then there would be an end to things. Then things would just stop. Um and 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 you know what Abraham refers to as the leading edge it's it's like the leading edge of expansion it's the leading edge of thought the leading edge what is leading us forward and and life keeps moving forward the universe keeps moving forward the universe is still expanding and I know there are a lot of theories out there about, you know, the universe eventually contracting and, and, and collapsing back in on itself. But then there are uh, 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 contrasting theories saying that it that it looks like the universe might not ever collapse back in on itself. And it's all theoretical at this point anyway, because it's billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of years before we really know Um, So none of us are going to be really around then in physical form. So uh, really, as far as we are concerned, there is always some innate quality. There is always something not just within us us as human beings, but within life, within the world, within this great, big, vast universe around us. There is something innate always calling us forward, always... Uh, beckoning us to to move on and and we can just see it in life and yes there there are expansions and contractions you know life is not one way it's messy it it doesn't go in a linear line it it, it expands it contracts it expands it contracts it, it goes all kinds of directions but ultimately it's all leading to an expansion, an expansion of life, an expansion of thought, an expansion of energy, and so what Abraham is saying is that there is something because things aren't coming to an end, therefore, there is something calling us and pulling us forward and 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 the evidence is the continual expansion of life, the continual expansion of the things around us now, us as human beings we're not always so conscious and sometimes we kind of kill off some things which isn't necessarily very good. And also, you know, in nature sometimes species go extinct because they they come and they're maybe not as uh, able to survive in the environment and other predators come around and, and they get wiped out on occasion. That happens. With human beings, we tend to do that a lot more than anything else. And it's, it, it's just to be aware of... of Like noticing and and seeing how there is this expansion all around us. And just look within yourself. I mean, just feel within yourself. How have you expanded over the last day, month, week, year, decade? All right. And you'll notice that as you keep growing and as life keeps pulling you forward, you continue to grow. And yes, eventually we stop expanding. Eventually we do come to the end in this physical form. And whether you believe in it or not, we may come back. We may not. A lot of people believe in different things. Personally, I do believe that our essence, our soul does come back, but our personality in this life, this is it. So, uh, I guess it's something to, to the two very interesting quotes that you know usually the quotes are very much in alignment. These quotes are kind of in alignment, but in a very different way. Things are getting better. Things are expanding, um, and and that is the evidence that there is. Well, I guess they are in alignment. Well, cool. So two interesting quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them and we will have more next week. Of course. Well, actually, we'll have more for the special broadcast right after this show. So don't go anywhere after this show. I mean, I'm going to start a new Facebook Live video, but if you're listening on talkradio.nyc, don't go anywhere. You got to keep listening at the end. Okay. It is now my pleasure, my extreme and wonderful pleasure to welcome the intuitive guide, visionary, transformational healer, spiritual teacher, and energy master known as Lumari. Lumari teaches, guides, and coaches people who want to grow into their soul purpose and are ready to step into a brighter, more purposeful, prosperous and successful future. She works with an international clientele of celebrities, artists, actors, musicians, healing practitioners, coaches, innovators and entrepreneurs who are visionaries in their chosen fields. Her profound intuitive gifts Such as energy mastery, energetic healing, and depth of spiritual wisdom combined with a joyful clarity and practical wisdom will give you the guidance you need for your success and fulfillment. Her written work has been published in a wide variety of magazines and journals. And she's the author of several books, including Inspired Living with Lumari, Akashic Records, and Alawashka. And it is my pleasure to welcome her to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Lumari.
2: Oh, thank you, Sam. I'm so happy to be here. Oh. I love it.
1: Thank you, thank you. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here. We just got a bunch of hearts on the Facebook Live for you. So you, <laughs> yeah. so um and and uh, Lumari, I I uh, met through the Evolutionary Business Council. She's a fellow member, and uh, and and some of you may remember I had Marine Saint Germain on my show uh, earlier, and uh, um. And uh, uh, Lumari and, and Maureen. Are, uh, Lumari, you, uh, Maureen actually, I think, wrote the forward to your book, or you wrote the forward to one of her I books? I wrote
2: the forward to her n- new book on the Akashic Records, yes. Ah, yes. What an honor.
1: Yes, and you see, it's, it's all interconnected. Um, so, Lumari, uh, we, we just have a couple of minutes, but I always like to start off, uh, you know, giving our audience who, who maybe aren't uh, that familiar with you a little bit of background on you and sort of like, how did you come onto sort of your spiritual path? How did you become Lumari? Uh, were you always, uh, 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 you know, you always kind of tapped into sort of the spiritual side of life or was this something that came up later in life for
3: you?
2: No, you know it is funny, Sam. Because yes, I always was. I like to say, you know, online with the universe. <laughs> 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 always, ever since I can. Any memories I have, I I have memories of conversations with beings people would call angels. Mm. I I simply thought that that's how people thought right. that you had elaborate conversations in your mind. Right. And and all through, I mean teenage years, all of that. I just had those conversations, shared them with people, got the reactions you would expect. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And it wasn't until I was in college, and I went to college in in art school, that I felt, oh, finally I'm with my people. They're going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, And I started telling them, well, you know, whenever I have a question about this, I'll just... You know, I'll go to Renoir, and I'll ask him, well, you know, the light, how it came down, and they started looking at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> and they looked at me and said, that's not how I think. I said, wait, you don't do the sculpture in your head first, turn it around three times, and then start doing it, and they're going, no. You start chipping away, and then you see what happens. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> And then I start, and then because of that, it was more formal that people were asking me questions, ah. as opposed to as you know, a youngster like just uh-huh. giving people my opinions on things. Don't do that; you're going to get hurt. You know, uh. those kind of things, right? Right. Like, oh, you better study for the test. It's going to be harder than you think it is. Ah. <laughs> uh. And my little friends used to call me the teacher. The teacher uh. is coming. <laughs> I'm from Boston, so it was teacher. <laughs> ah.
1: Interesting, interesting. So, so you kind of started off in, in, in sort of a very artistic bend, kind of always tapped in. Was there something, and, and, and just for like a minute before we go to break, was there some precipitating event that really like put your feet fully on your spiritual path and it was like, you know, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do, I'm not going to hide it or, or couch it in other terms, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be full out?
2: Well, there were several incidents, but one of the ones was a, a really good friend of mine in college, my best friend still is, mm-hmm. gave me a, a deck of beautiful tarot cards, and she said, what do you think? And I started pulling them out and doing readings for her.
3: Oh, And, wow. and
2: she said, I knew it. I <laughs> knew that about you. And she said, just keep these. These are yours. This uh, is what you're going to do. I know you're an artist. You're going to be great, but this is what you're going to do. And I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. That's funny. You know, I tell you, when we get back from break, I'll tell you my story around tarot cards because that's also kind of how I kind of got started in a way with all this stuff. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we will be right back after these messages.
5: hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc
1: are you a conscious co-creator are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh, so, Lumar, you were talking last segment at the end about how kind of this incident with tarot cards kind of like got you really uh, uh, started on your path. And uh, I remember when I was in high school, uh, my girlfriend at the time, my first girlfriend, uh Showed me a deck of tarot cards and I thought, oh, these are really cool. I said, can I borrow them? She sure, and she like lent them to me for the day. And I remember going to my homeroom class and and I was showing them to a friend. And she was like, well, what do you do with those things? And I go, well, they kind of, sort of like can tell you what's going to happen in a way. And she's like, oh, I I got this date. Can you tell me what's going to happen? So I I just followed the little booklet and I did the spread. And the basic gist of the spread was, well, it's going to start off OK. There's going to be a little bit of trouble in the middle, but then it's actually going to turn out really great, probably better than you think. She was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and so like the next day, you, uh, I see her in a homeroom class. I'm like, so, so how things go last? Like she goes, oh, my God, you were so right. That's exactly what happened. This happened, that happened, then this happened. But it turned out great. It turned out wonderful. It was exactly like what you said in the reading. I was like, oh, oh wow. And so, <laughs> and, yeah. and so that was kind of like my first thing because I, I you know, I, I was brought up in a very Jewish, you know, traditional, you know, Jewish con- conservative, not, not orthodox, but conservative kind of background. But I just saw so much hypocrisy and stuff. I was like, nah, th- 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 there's no spirit in this. There's nothing here. Um, so it took a while for me to really kind of figure out. And that was sort of the beginning of like looking into this stuff. Um, I, I
2: love that because it 's so important for whatever tool comes along in your in your path mm-hmm. if you can tune into it and use it, it opens things up for you, whether it 's crystals, the beautiful quotes you have yeah those are those are spiritual tools just like tarot cards
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely um, so when like how long did it take you know once you kind of got on the path? before, like, this became your, your kind of full-time thing? Like, you know, once you... I mean, I don't know. When, when did you come out with your first book? And, like, when did you actually start teaching people things?
2: Well, it's interesting because my first career, so to speak, was mm-hmm. being a sculptor. Ah. And I got international grants. I did large pieces. I had my work in museums ah. and, and galleries. And that's how I made my... My work, my living, mm-hmm. and but I always and I always not but <laughs> <laughs> and I always got messages that I would write down,
3: uh, and
2: I would and and now I know I was really channeling, and not channeling just one thing, but right. like I said before, I had different voices, right? Not crazy, right? Like what right. I would this would be the one voice that would be talking about one conversation about the universe, and then there would be another one talking about the other conversation. Then there would be another voice telling me about how humanity <laughs> is and what paths they're taking. And and I would just write these things down because I thought they were really interesting, and I was having those inner conversations. Now we know when you talk about it, channeling or talking to the angels, mm-hmm. you're in conversation. Right. And so... Um, there just came a point where um, one of my I would call her a patron mm-hmm. uh, bought my artwork and and um, but she was also a uh, a head of a corporation that was under a takeover uh-huh. and so she started asking me questions and I started giving her answers and telling her how to be and who to talk to on the the board and how to be on the board and how to you know overcome the conversation that was going to be a corporate takeover and You know, all the different steps. I was just guiding her, tuning in, helping her become a bigger person in the boardroom Uh, or a smaller person on the boardroom, depending on what they were going to talk about and what they were going to do and what the guys told her to do. And she completely averted the corporate takeover. Really? They did not. And that was the time when, you know, when the the chomping at the bit, everybody was trying to take over every corporation they could. yeah. Uh-huh. Which I guess they're still doing that, but yeah. there was a period of time when there was a lot of it. Right, right. She mm. And she just, after it was over, and she said, do you know how much this is worth? And I said, what do you mean? She, and she wrote me a check, and it was a big check. Wow. And I went, really? And she said, that's nothing. Do you know how much money you saved me? Uh. And I said, no. And she said, over $100 million. Wow. Wow. Like, Oh, and she said, I love your artwork, it's beautiful, but you know you could help humanity even more if you did this. Wow. And it was just, I had been working with people anyway, it was Mm -hmm. more for fun.
3: Right.
2: I mean, I got money for it, but it was more for fun than Right. You know, because my career path was going to be internationally known sculptor in museums Mm. all over the world. And then it was like, oh, wait, I also have this, calling mm. to really help people and make a difference. Right. And I don't know if I can do that in the same way with my artwork. Right. Wow. And and that was a different time because now maybe it would be a whole other thing because you know, people can virtually walk through your exhibit in the museum. Right. <laughs> and so that's how it came to be and at the same time, I was also reading uh, what all the notes that I had written. I do write a lot, and so um, mm. <laughs> I have journals going back to high school.
1: Wow, wow! And
2: <laughs> and you know those spiral notebooks, right? Yes, yes. I started reading them, and I went, "Oh, oh, these are messages!" <laughs> oh, and I started organizing them. Okay, these are the messages from this particular angel, these are the messages, and then I would look at it and went, wait, who are you? Oh, my gosh, I never asked who you are. Ah. And all of that started opening up at that time. Ah. So that's when I knew, oh, I'm getting messages from the Akashic Records. Oh, this isn't what the Akashic Ah. Records seem like when people talk about it. This is different. Right. Right. You know, so, and that's kind of how it grew and grew bigger and bigger.
1: Wow, wow, yeah, absolutely. And you've you've written several books now. How many books have you published so far?
2: I think I have four, and I have um, four more that are waiting.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Great, great. Um, So let's just, I mean, I've talked about the Akashic Records before. Let's talk about Alawashka. Did I pronounce that
3: right?
2: Yes. Yes, you did beautifully. Thank ah, you. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, what is Alawashka, and 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 how did it come come to you?
2: Oh, perfect. So Alawashka is the original language and vibrational source mm. of creation. So when we look at the ancient myths of creation, they say you know the divine called the universe into being. There was the word. There was the light, etc. Right. That's Alawashka.
1: Ah, I see. So.
2: The she, because I I experience her as a she, okay, is the vibration that creates and generates creation. So she's the creation and the space in between. That's how I like to say it. Ah. So if the div- and the divine mm-hmm. created something to create, mm. and and you know, in my joyful way of looking at things, it is really efficient to do that. Okay. You know, because the, the divine is doing everything, and yet wants this this large perspective of, of all. Mm-hmm. So, to create with the frequencies of creation, so then creation can evolve and grow, and it's not like, most people feel this, but it's not like the divine is actually watching every move. No. Not in the way that we think. Okay. That would be cataloging everything that every being in every cell has ever done. Mm-hmm. That's not the playful divine. Ah. So, in the forces of creation, when you have the frequencies that create, and creation is positive, right. so everything positive comes through that. Right. And, and so, Alawashka, she is a consciousness, she is a language. She is a vibration. She is color and sound and energy. And then it organizes and comes together in specific ways.
1: I see. So, so let me ask you a question because this is something I, I, uh, uh, people bump up against uh, me and, and when I talk about this stuff often. And that is like, well, if there's this supreme being and there's all this stuff happening and it's all supposed to be so good, how come the, our world looks like such a mess right now? I see you've gotten that question, too, once or twice. (laughs) Oh, once or twice.
2: Well, when you talk about creation, because this is beautiful from a creation standpoint. Right. Creation has free will. So once the energetic is created, then it evolves on its own, or devolves, as the conversation earlier we were talking about, right, or you were talking about. So when we look at that, every being has free will. You get right. to do what you do. Right. Are there consequences? Yes. Is there learning? Yes. Is there evolution and transformation? Yes. Is there, we really ought to just put you away and wait until you learn to meditate so you can be better? Well, we can think that, but that mm. being is choosing. Right. And every choice has its uh, consequential reaction or however we want to look at that. Sometimes they're amazing. Mm. So I know that the the conversation which is because the loudest voice oftentimes is the one that's heard mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily the one we want to listen to. Right. But there are some amazing and beautiful things on this planet. There are more yes. healing practices that are accepted in mainstream. Yes. That oh, have that's... never been there before and ones that people are developing.
1: Right, right. I mean things have just exploded over the last 10 years or so right i I mean i've been around this stuff for a long time and it just feels like in the last 10 years there is more uh, healing practices more spiritual teachings more more of everything in this vein than than there had been for centuries
2: exactly and we have access because of the new communications and if you're and if if there are some people who are listening and looking at at the loud screaming voices,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, I like
2: I look at it like sometimes there's loud screaming voices. I like to listen to the loud laughing and singing voices myself. Yeah.
1: Yes, I agree <laughs> totally.
2: But then look at look at there are kids who have YouTube channels that are making millions of dollars, <laughs> yes. and they're eight.
1: It's amazing, it's
2: and amazing. they're giving away x amount of it to charities. Mm and And there and we have more music now, yeah. more art now, more developments now than we 've ever had before, and there are more opportunities to make a difference and help than there have ever ever been, and that is part of the creation
1: yes, yes, um, uh, you know, I know uh, from from just one small fact that to me is is a huge deal that people don 't even realize, and I learned this because. Uh, there 's another show on the network that 's all about nonprofits, and like there 's over a trillion dollars donated to nonprofits every year now i mean there 's yeah. more money people are donating more money to nonprofits to help people around the world yeah. and and do other things than ever before so um, you know the, it all depends i think what we focus on right it 's like we can focus on you know all the craziness in the world and all the trouble in the world, or we can focus on. All the amazing things happening in the world.
2: Yes, and, and when we're looking at that, what's important is, which is going to sound crazy, but I'll say it anyway because I don't mind sounding crazy. <laughs>
1: That's why I love you.
2: <laughs> if you see something that bothers you and you think it's wrong, you have choices. Right. You can do something about it. Right. And, and, and it doesn't need to be. You don't have to stand in front of the truck and stop it because you think it's going too fast. Right. But what you can do is if you see somebody who needs something, you can give it to them. Right, right, Absolutely. If you see that the school needs more of whatever, you can give it to them. If you notice that there's a lack or that there's too much. Right. You can do something about it. Right. That and, is, and
1: and you don't have to do it all yourself. You can organize, get other people to chip in, and, and sure. put a little bit of time and effort into it. Maybe you don't have that much money, but, but even if you don't have that much resources, you can get other people involved who do have resources. Yes,
2: and it can be really, really basic. When I lived in Boston, right. and now I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico, I worked, I, just me and this guy who owned a deli, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the week, there were certain things that he had left over that he was going to get rid of. And we had a deal. He would give me 15 sandwiches and I would take them out and give them to the homeless guys on the street.
3: Oh, wonderful.
1: Wrapped them up
2: with a dill pickle.
1: Oh, wonderful.
2: And a drink. And because, and it was just something I, I looked and I went, God, these guys need some food. Yeah. yeah. And he said, Oh, I never thought of that. Cool. Yeah. I'll do. Will you take them? And said, yeah, because I don't want them lining up in front of the deli. Right. I'm like, of course not. <laughs> Which I don't blame them. That would have been horrible for business.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. All right. I, want I got
2: you... to walk down the street, you know, hand guys, you know, a sandwich, not worry about thank you or telling them what it is. They just looked at me, opened right. it up, smiled, and I waved and walked on. Right.
1: All right, cool. It, let's let's hold it not there. a big deal. Let's hold it there, Lumari, because we got to take another break. Yeah. And, and when we come back, let's talk about. Um, you know what you learned about alawashka and and how we can use it to help ourselves. Okay? Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour is the spiritual teacher Lumari, and we will be right back after these messages.
2: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: <laughs>
5: Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc.
0: Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
1: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And uh, welcome to the Facebook Live, Corinne, William, William, loyal listener. Thank you. And William says, Lumari did a reading for me. She is awesome, and I have a couple of her books. Thank you, William. I appreciate you tuning in. Oh, yay. Um, Yay. So... you know, one of the things Lumaria and and people sometimes don't often realize this when we talk about this kind of spiritual stuff, these energies, these things. That you know, there are some real practical ways in which, when we learn about things, that we can apply them and use them and and really help to make our lives better. So um, I'm curious with with Alawashka with with all you've learned and 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 put into the book about. Her, um, how can we, how can this understanding help us t- to have a, a, a better life?
2: Well, there's a couple of different things I would say. So, of course, everybody who's interested, definitely get the book Alawashka on Absolutely. Amazon. Absolutely. Absolutely. There. And there's, there's a link in it, our it,
1: newsletter to it. So, if yep. and there'll be a link, and it on has post- two
2: parts to it one part is talking about the universe, and one part is talking about you. Ah. Good. So it allows you both perspectives, and I also have a CD with songs in that language that I have channeled the songs, and my ah. husband Peter did all the music and everything.
1: Oh, wonderful.
2: And so the words in Alawashka create. Mm. Now, they do create physically, but they also create vibrationally. Right. So, it, so when we talk about um, love and happiness and everything else in our world, it's a description. Mm. With alahuasca... It is a vibrational context for creation. Mm. So if I say the word, and I'll spell it, I wish I could roll my R's better, but (laughs) ranka, which is Mm R-A-N-K-A, right? And everybody just tune into that word while I say it. Mm. It's ranka. Ranka. And that word means grace. Mm. So grace is the essence of peace and blessing. Now, when you tune into this word because it holds the frequency, Mm -hmm. then it it bestows sanctity through your own deep understanding, acceptance, and unconditional generosity. Because when you feel the energy of grace, there really is generosity there. Mm. And when you feel the energy of grace, you can feel that The divine is in the background of creation, and so you relax into that energy of grace and of the all, and compassion and dignity and clarity and kindness, and that all exists within the word grace. Mm, Now, vibrationally, it is actually, when you say the word ranka, you are vibrating to the energy of grace. Mm, It is moving you into that. So in doing something very specifically practical, being able to look at that and and everybody who's listening and everybody who listens later, if you tune into that and you hold that energy, then you can say, I connect with the energies of Ranka. Mm. I open to the energy of grace and I allow beauty and compassion to fill me. Mm.
1: And then when we decide to make a decision and take some action and we're doing it from a more centered, more balanced more peaceful place so then the action that we take will actually be more effective won't it?
2: Yes and it will have it will have an acceptance to it because also with grace there's an acceptance there's an acceptance of you, there's an acceptance of how things are There's it doesn't mean that it's you, you know, accept it and you hate it. it just, right. It's just this beautiful state of being. Right. And we can do that. I'm using alawashka as an example in this board in particular that I've chosen for today. Right. But just think about what you can do in your own vibration if this doesn't resonate. You can wake up in the morning and say, today love is the word. Uh. And wherever you look, you remind yourself, today, love is the word. Mm. And you will start to feel the vibrations of love, and you'll start to feel love in subtle ways, in beautiful ways, in profound ways, in ways to take mm. action. Mm. Because, like you're talking about in everything, it's, it's the consciousness, the awareness of it right. that makes a difference.
1: Right, right. Right, because that, that's what you sort of align with. That's what you um, bring yourself to, so that uh, you know it, it. It's you line up. I like to say you line up energetically with something, so then there's less resistance. So then you move more fluidly with less resistance towards the direction you wish to go.
2: Absolutely, and and being um, light-hearted with yourself because. Uh-huh. Everybody already knows how critical you can be. Right. That, but if you're going to play, because that's one of my favorite words. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> words: joy, play, love. Um, Got it. If you're going to play there, then allow yourself to be that, because you know, even the best gymnasts fall off the balance beam. Yes. They just do, and you know how long they're practicing to do that.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And
2: and that harmony that we can create because we are in that space. Right. There are so many more of us who are aware right. and opening that, that we are a tidal wave.
1: Mm. Uh, I'm curious because you've been doing this stuff for a while now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there has been a shift or a change in either the messages you get or in, in sort of the, the way people come to you or how you interact with people compared to you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago?
2: Well, I think, yes, I do. And that, that's a really great question. One, I feel that a lot of the people that I have, like a, a variety of different people that I work with. Mm-hmm. So when we think of creatives and visionaries and, and entertainers and artists, you can tell that that would be the people that I work with because right. there's an openness and an exploration. Right. I also work with entrepreneurs where you might not think that me having a conversation and saying, okay, take a nice deep breath, yeah, you feel that? Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's move that out. That's a vibrational block you have. Right. Now you can open to whatever, whatever. Right. right. And And they look at it and they go, oh. But you see, they also recognize a level of Efficiency, right? Because mm-hmm. you do an energy clearing, it's way more efficient than, than 10 years in, with a psychiatrist.
3: Right, right.
2: And to be able to open to do that, so my work with individuals is much more fluid and creative depending on who I'm with uh, and where they want to play and what's up for them. Right. And then my personal work of my writing and bringing new frequencies into the planet. Has expanded. It's even more open. Ah,
1: okay. I see. I
2: now see. I know the other stuff that's going on. I just look at it as like, um, <laughs> Tim, You know, I, I <laughs> laugh about things, right? Yes, so absolutely. I look at those things as spelling errors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that <laughs> spelling errors.
2: It's like, oh no, you're saying that? No, that's a spelling error. Where, where is like my WordPress? Where, where can I change that?
1: Right. The autocorrect changed my words. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> got it. Got it. And, okay.
2: And it does for people who want to really shift frequencies and open for the more of it. Mm-hmm. Then, and then we can all look at those things and go, "Okay, this is definitely creating havoc." Because mm-hmm. havoc, to me, is different than chaos. Is beautiful. Havoc is not so much. Right. And I am a stickler with words, right? Right. But we can look at it and go, okay, yeah, these are the actions I can take here. I can share this with some people. Maybe there's something already going on that I can join. We are not isolated from each other anymore like we used to be.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. Much more interconnected.
2: Yes, and what
1: a beautiful thing. Right, absolutely. Okay, I want you to hold that thought because it's time, believe it or not, for us to take our last break of the show. Time really flies and I have such interesting guests. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and my guest this hour is Lumari, and we will be right back after these messages.
4: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. talkingalternative.com
1: Come back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking with Lumari this hour, who is the author of such books as Living Inspired with Lumari, Akashic Records, and Alawashka. Um, so Lumari, you, you've been living in this world for, for a while now, and, and you've, you know, uh, I think it's fair to say like unusual things are, f- are pretty much day-to-day occurrence for you. Um, <laughs> Has there anything recently or in the relatively recent past that just completely surprised even you?
2: Well, I guess I get surprises all the time hmm. and so um I will people will connect with me that I haven't heard from in forever and, and actually, like William, who's listening right now, it's like Oh, I know you. No, you did such and such and so and so, ah. and and they come up out of the blue, technically out of the blue, right? right. But but I had a thought about. Oh, I wonder if, and mm. then something flows in.
3: Ah.
2: Now that's more the intuitive connecting in things, because the other thing that I get surprised with all the time is the messages I get from the divine. They're always surprising and delighting. Ah.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Um, Those things, like when you were talking. Okay, uh-huh. here's here's my delightful surprise of the day, right? Okay. When you were talking about the um, the quotes that you had, right. so this was the guidance that I was given while you're doing this. Ask this question for for Sam and everybody: Can you be the calling forth?
3: Ah.
1: Okay. That's a good
2: and, one. And that quite while you were talking that was the message I got was like, Ask this question. And and I said, I promised I would
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And it's a leading question, right? Right. Because like if everybody listening right now is going to be the calling forth, then okay, what are you calling forth? Right. What do you want to call forth in the world? What do you want to call forth in your life? What do you want to call forth for other people? All of those different things, it's open. But when you look at it, it has a really beautiful vibration to it. Yeah. Like you're in the moment, but yet you're creating the present, the future, the opening, and then the unknown, because we can call forth and we don't know what's coming back.
1: Right, right. Right, and we call forth, and it's really a leap of faith because it's not only we don't know what's coming back, we don't even know if it's going to be answered, we don't even know if we're just being crazy, um, but we can still call forth something.
2: Yes, and and I will say, it's totally fine to be crazy. It gives you much more leeway.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Because then if someone gives you a hard time, you say, well, I'm just crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like I'm in New Mexico, and so I'm from the East Coast originally. I have a as out there and spiritual and everything else as I am, I also am very, very direct. Hmm. And so I get to say when people look at me and they don't understand, I go, I'm from Boston. they go, oh, <laughs>
1: That works? Really? Boston? It
2: totally works. They they look at it. They get it. Okay, uh, you didn't have to tap dance around this conversation to get to the point. You're from Boston. They just uh, say it. Okay. You
1: see, I would You could think, do the
2: same thing with New York, obviously, right? Right,
1: obviously. But but I would think, like, that works better when you say... If, if you said something like, I'm from California, then they would be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I get away when I just, like, can... can be a little <laughs> like you direct, yes. you know, like no nonsense. It's like I'm from New York. <laughs> like oh, exactly
2: okay. beautiful. <laughs> and that's the beauty of just being able to be yourself and bring forth the most positive frequencies mm. and energies of you, because that's what we want. Yes,
1: yes, it's what we all want, isn't it?
2: Yes, to be able to be ourselves and to look around and see those beautiful, shining souls and faces all being themselves, receiving beautiful guidance, connecting with each other, uplifting the world. Yep, that's what we've signed up for.
1: Hmm. Do you have any advice for, for people out there listening who uh, maybe, you know, they believe in this stuff, but they're struggling with it a bit, you know, because their friends and their family think they're crazy <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it, they're having a little bit hard time with it. Any, any words of advice or recommendation you'd give them?
2: Yes. Oh, that's a great question, because the more, if you have traditional families or traditional right. thinking people around you, the more right. you get into this, the more strange you're going to look.
1: Exactly.
2: So Now, the first thing is claim your strangeness, claim your weirdness, claim uh-huh. your craziness. Sometimes it actually is a really good excuse, and it lets people relax. Right. But the other thing is, is you can just say, oh, well... I just want to share this with you. You don't have to do anything about it. Just Mm. like when you share things with me, I don't have to do anything about it. I love you, and I'm listening. Right. So it gives them the space to ask questions or actually say to you, well, you know I love you, but I don't want to listen to this.
3: Right, right. And you
2: can go, cool, all right, no problem. Right. If you ever do want to listen to it, definitely ask me a question. But that's not what we'll talk about. We'll talk about this instead.
1: Right, right. Because we don't have to force our views on another person, you know, and, and we don't have to have other, another person's views forced on us. I mean, we can listen and disagree. We can choose not to listen or we can choose to listen and engage.
2: Yes. In some of the conversations, there's a difference between being uncomfortable and being offended. Right. So uncomfortable is sometimes people say things to you, uh, belief system-wise, that doesn't make you comfortable. Like, you don't think like that. But that's just uncomfortable. And if you look at it from a different perspective, you can actually see that it will have benefits even if you don't want to play there.
3: Right, right.
2: But if it's offensive and judgmental and everything else, then you have the opportunity to say, I know you feel that way, but, you know, it makes me kind of uncomfortable. So Mm. let's just talk about something else. Do you like pepperoni or sausage? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's your favorite ice cream,
2: right? <laughs> exactly. I make my own. So. Uh,
1: oh, nice. Yeah. Nice.
2: So, so mine is espresso kalua ice cream. Ooh. So, <laughs>
1: so, Lumari, I'm curious what does the future hold for Lumari? What, what do you see the, the, the future being for yourself?
2: I am so delighted. That there's so many more things opening up for me, so mm. I am writing a new Alawashka book, and I have other things that are going along with it that are actually going to address um, more community and global opportunities oh. for us to shine in and create oh, transformation.
3: Beautiful, beautiful.
2: So that's one thing, and I'm you know loving the workshops that I lead and the the clients that I have that are ready to really just like really fly in their own being and their joy and their dreams Uh, i love doing i love watching them grow and i love doing the work and being the agent and mentor to help that uh, you see you just i mean you you read my mind
1: you read my mind that was going to be my next question which is how do you work with people do you do (laughs) one-on-one consulting workshops do you do live events virtual stuff how do how do how do you work with people
2: well uh, a lot of my work Some of my work is one-on-one Coaching clients who For a period of time right. And 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 everything Is very, very individual Because that's how I play So right. I combine working with the Akashic Records Bringing in alawashka frequencies To create change or expansion And really The crux of everything Is living the dream and then going beyond it mm. Because most people think that there's the dream, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Where if you really recognize that it's bigger than the dream, your dream is just helping you get direction because it's going to get bigger.
1: Right. Right. And
2: how beautiful is that?
1: Right. 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 And and the way it unfolds is usually beyond our imagination, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the and the people who come to play, or the direction that it may take. So I've I have a client who is um started off doing acupuncture and had a small, you know, studio and and started hiring people and then all of a sudden she went, "Oh my god. I love this, but this is this is one-on-one stuff." Yeah. I want to work with healers around the world and support ah, them. Okay. And she created an international organization for healers.
1: Oh, wonderful.
2: To communicate and and Train each other and share wisdom. And it's a whole other bigger vision. Still, healer. Right, right. That's where she came from.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, Lumari, I could sit here and talk with you all day. Unfortunately, oh. we've come to the end of the show. Oh. Please, if you would, tell our audience, how can they find you? How can they get in touch with you?
2: Oh, go to lumari.com. It's L-U-M-A-R-I You'll see the different things that I do on Amazon, definitely my books and music. And um, on my website, if you, if you go there, mm-hmm. there is a personal sacred space meditation that's a free download oh, that wonderful. allows you to be in the sanctity of your being without being distracted by any of the other stuff that isn't best for you.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Let me pop down the Facebook Live. Well, Lumari, thank you so much oh, for taking Sam. the time to come on the show today. I really appreciate it. I know we scheduled this way far out, um, so I appreciate you making the time. Oh, to it's an on
2: honor and a blessing, and congratulations on your new space. Ah,
1: thank you so much.
2: Universal blessings for everything that you do and for everyone listening and beyond.
1: Ah, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, thank you to our loyal listeners, uh, especially William and Patty, who are here almost every single week. And Patty says, thank you for sharing your wisdom and thank you for for tuning in. And uh, and uh, I appreciate it. We're going to do as soon as my guest shows up, we're going to do a special broadcast right after this show. So stay tuned and then uh, we'll, we'll see you next week in our new studios. So everybody take care.
5: Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. I'm
4: the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, at TalkingAlternative.com.
6: Hey, all you crazy listeners.
1: Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on
6: Talking Alternative
4: with very reasonable
1: rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com.
4: Talking Alternative.
6: Every Tuesday live at 7pm we focus on a particular neighbourhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7pm on talkradio.nyc.
4: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.